0: you like stories about haunted locations? Or maybe tales of cryptids and spooky folklore from around the world? If so, why not tune in to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane, where all this and more will be discussed. New episodes drop every Sunday, the visual versions the following Friday on YouTube. So why not come join us on our Haunted Escapes?
1: Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Ghost Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production or distributors and we swear enjoy everybody here is in danger everyone is in jeopardy
0: fam, welcome to The Activity Continues, a podcast where three soul friends talk about all things paranormal, ghosts, hauntings, psychics, movies, and TV shows, especially the dead files like we're going to do today, and other spooky and spooky adjacent things as well. We also like to interview people in the paranormal community, as well as past dead file clients and other interesting people. Sometimes we even tell your stories. I'm Amy P, aka P. And please say hello to Amy, who is going to tell you what we're doing this week. Thanks for
1: joining us again. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about the Dead Bells episode called Lust to Kill. It's from season eight. It's episode 10, and it originally aired on August 26, 2017. And I chose this one. And I did so because it seemed like we hadn't done a lot of season eight as I was looking through our list. And I was like, Okay, we should do one from season eight. Mm-hmm. So I started reading the synopses of these. And um, this one stood out to me because it had a double homicide. But it actually had so much more. Yeah. There's a lot on this one. We're, there's a lot to unpack here. So that's why I chose this one. I want to note that today it's just the two Amys. Megan had a scheduling conflict. So she will be back next week. And she's out having fun doing something fun and we're doing something fun too just yeah different thing <laughs> um the content warning is that there is child death and possibly in history, in history yep. possibly murder um and a serial killer slash family killer family annihilator do we call that
0: yeah i think she could classify sort of yeah household annihil- annihilator she killed everybody that Lived with
1: her. Well, we'll get there. But yeah. anyway, that and probably some swearing, mostly because I will be in my notes. I quoted Amy Allen because she was hilarious in this one. Oh, she was. Oh my point. God. She was so good on this one. So that's that. Should we jump in? I think we should. All right. So you have the overview that you would like to read?
0: I don't have the one? overview on this oh. one. Oh, okay. I did on, I did on oh, the next on, one. The one we're doing next. Okay. And yeah, <laughs> we had a little confusion where when I Mercury's put, in the microwave. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I told Greg
1: today when we we're on our way to dinner, I said, so, you know why? Things have been really weird lately. And he's like, no, why? I said, because Mercury's in in retrograde. And he goes, oh, sure. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, yeah, it is. And he goes, uh, no, it isn't. And I go, yeah, it is. And he goes, no, it isn't yeah it is no it isn't yeah it is (laughs) and I'm like okay we could do this all night but Uh that's
0: not going to be very much fun yep it (laughs) started December 13th yeah and it goes through I think January 1st or 2nd but and we're recording before the new year here so uh, happy new year everybody yeah happy new year (laughs) because we forgot about all that that's right I think this one um what did we decide this one's coming out late January 25th okay so hopefully the year started off well for all of you.
1: Yes. Hopefully we're manifesting because we're looking into the future. Correct. Yep.
0: All right. So um,
1: I didn't write a synopsis either because I was thinking I didn't have to. So <laughs> I'll just do you want to do you want to do a quick one or just make it up? Or do you want me to do it? Or? Um,
0: yeah, I could do I can go through quick and just you throw in if there's anything I miss just on like, the, yeah, hit on the, the, the high notes and then we'll
1: go back and dissect
0: yep. more. Okay, cool. Alright, so this episode is Season 8, Episode 10. I don't have the date that it aired on. I do, hang on.
1: August 26, 2017.
0: Alright, so August 26, 2017 it takes place in the village of Victor, New York, because we see the sign come through. Mm -hmm. We have uh, owners Lisa and Brad and their six children, who we don't get all the names of the kids, we just get one of the names of the kids. Mm -hmm. And it, the history is a little like fuzzy, but it sounds like Lisa had been in this house her whole life, but moved in with her previous husband at some point in the past. Mm-hmm. We don't exactly get a time frame of when. We just know previous ex husband now. Uh, they lived there for about a year and a half before things went south. Mm-hmm. So living there with the kids uh, and Brad, her now husband. Lots of things going on. Smells, physical touching. They had a high pagan high priestess come in, which will be important later on when we mm-hmm. talk through things. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down it's not the dog, Steve, because he yeah. makes the point again. <laughs> he did. And basically, we're just we we get that there's a lot of things going on that are uncomfortable for the people in the house. And later in the episode, we hear Lisa say she's concerned that somebody's going to die. Mm -hmm. Steve has the historical investigation He talks to an author, a genealogist, and a sheriff Not a gynecologist (laughs) Not a gynecologist Uh, Author uh, talks about a man who, of course, married a spinster Yes, another spinster Yep And um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on there But he died, again, they said 1,700 feet away from his house Which is about a quarter mile and there's a lot of death surrounding this woman. And the genealogist tells us about uh, another person who lived in the area, had a lot of death in their family. As Steve always uncovers, somebody has a lot of tragic death in their life, uh, whether it just is the time period or what. It's always tragic. Yep. And then we talk with a sheriff who gives us uh, a story about a double homicide that was, uh, we have a little bit maybe trigger on some uh, mental health issues that are talked mm-hmm. about as well. True. Yep. Amy's investigation, she keeps talking about somebody that are Bonnie and Clyde-like, mm-hmm. very rowdy. All of the raging alcoholics, they feel that they were banished by something into the darkness and they are ticked off at the people in the house and so mm-hmm. they're always partying. Mm-hmm. Which I guess that's do they get hangovers if they're partying in the afterlife? I I,
1: I don't know. That's a good question.
0: <laughs> I mean. I hope not. You're right. So <laughs> those are a couple of the spirits. Amy sees a few others. One is a evil, mad widow who hates children and plays with their brains. Mm-hmm. And then another guy who is sitting there crying about, I didn't do it. I didn't kill her. So, mm-hmm. We have some interesting people coming through. And, of course, we get to the reveal. We see some very creepy sketches. One is absolutely horrifying. One looks a little cartoony to me. They
1: both look a little cartoony to me, though, one more than the other. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. The first one of just the person looks Mm -hmm. kind of like a caricature. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Um, Amy is most concerned about the widow, who is somebody we'll talk about. Mm Mm-hmm uh and of course she tells these people you need to vacate immediately to
1: fuck out
0: yes you could come back here after you do the things i say you should but mm-hmm. you should just burn this fucker to the ground yep so what do you think these people did <laughs> well
1: i screamed are you fucking kidding me my mom saw- was sitting there and
0: who I love watching with my mom because she's very logic brain. If you think I'm logic (laughs) brain and she sits there and goes, they always do the opposite of whatever Amy says. If she tells (laughs) them to leave, she's they stay like mom. I watched two yesterday that they actually followed what she said. (laughs) Sometimes
1: they follow, but yeah, Yeah.
0: at one point the husband says we'll stay and battle together. Yes. They're both um, uh, military. Yes. Veterans. And
1: so Mm -hmm. there's a couple of other things. There's also a part where Steve is talking to Lisa and she says, well, I, I, you know, in combat, you learn to stick around and fight for your thing or whatever. Leave no man behind. Yes. And leave no man behind. And she and Steve said, well, this is a little different than the battlefield. And she goes, it's a different battlefield. Yes.
0: Yeah. So. Where do you want to start? Because yeah. can I just say that when Steve's interviewing them at the beginning, I feel like it's pulling teeth to get any detail out of. especially oh, yeah? Lisa. Interesting. And I don't know if that's just. If that's her background or if that's just she's not a, a person who gives a lot in embellishment into stories or anything like that. But it just felt like she's like, yeah, sometimes we smell things. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we hear things, um, and then as it as it went on, she she started explaining a little bit more. Like we smelled tobacco in yeah. certain parts of the house. We smell cologne, cologne in other parts mm-hmm. of the house. We hear voices. I have sickness, you know, heart racing, and and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I put. Sh- she just didn't feel very forthcoming on details. Very mm-hmm. closed lipped, it seemed, and maybe that's part of. My brain military. went to, is that military, military aspect?
1: Yeah, it could be. could be.
0: Um, it was interesting. You know, there were six kids. We don't get the kids' names except mm-hmm. for Courtney, the oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. And then, we and they mentioned get- some of the other
1: kids' names later. Like, yeah. at the reveal, Steve goes, oh, that's so-and-so and so-and-so's yes. room. But I, I don't know which kids those are.
0: I think those were the two the littler ones that we heard. Those um, two cuties. Very much so. And the, like... You know, the little the one was like, yeah, scariest thing is the door slammed and I didn't see anybody there. Mm -hmm. But then the other one says, I saw a child walking up the stairs. Yeah. And Steve's like, well, was it your age or your brother's age? And he goes, no, he was like this big. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, a toddler,
1: (laughs) a toddler. He goes, yeah, a toddler. Yeah. A little toddler, baby child walking around like that.
0: And that was one of those that it was like, okay that's not Steve having a leading question. He had a right. leading question with Courtney with the daughter. Are you afraid right. for your siblings or something like that? It uh, was like, well, yeah, I'm afraid for my siblings.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Why do you think you're here? Mm-hmm.
0: But now I wonder if that toddler is tied to, <clears throat> excuse me, William Dryer, who was kind of the jack of all trades, the one that the genealogist talked about. Genealogist mm-hmm. Barbara French mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. talked about this William Dryer. He She listed off a bajillion things that he did. Oh, yeah. I wrote them all down. He he was like a carpenter
1: and a mayor. And he was a miller. He ran a hotel. He was a master carpenter and the postmaster of Victor.
0: Yes. I just put down jack of all trades. Yeah. Uh, But he lived in the area on the property. um, And then his his one year old daughter died or approximately one-year-old daughter so i wonder if the child's potentially could be oh, sure. that toddler yeah yep. but his first wife died of tuberculosis she was only 22 or 23 yeah so my mom goes <clears throat> so that means he married her at 15 <gasps>
1: oh i didn't do the math
0: i didn't either i didn't Gross. pay attention to when when they got they got married in 1830 which he would have been 20 Yep. but yeah i wonder if that's if there was something with that, we didn't, we didn't hear about them later on in the mm-hmm. reveal.
1: Right. Yeah. And then, well, that one that I think, remember when Amy said she saw uh, a, a a kid on a, on a table and they were oh, doing yeah, surgery. Yeah. I'm thinking that might be the
0: 16 year old daughter. Of, That's what I was thinking yeah. too. So yeah. Uh, William Dreyer got married. After his first wife died yeah. and he and that wife, I didn't catch her name. They had two <laughs> kids and his daughter died at 16. Yeah. And so we didn't get any, there was no records. And of course, you know, women yeah. in history, we, nobody cared what they did. Nobody from. cared. Um, but he didn't die till he was in his eighties. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So I was thinking that was probably her. They didn't talk about it in the reveal, but I kind of put that mm-hmm made that connection i didn't think it was the toddler because she said no. a
0: kid and she would have said a baby if
1: it was that yeah
0: i i one yeah, year old you're right i i felt the same way when they when she was going through like i see see her on the table like they're like surgery they're doing yeah. an operation or something but she still died
1: yep yeah
0: or the the kid still died i don't think yeah. she said she or not but. i think
1: she did i think okay. she did say she But both know. of those. I, I
0: watched this like three hours ago guys yeah i, I watched it like an hour <laughs> before that um <laughs>
1: We weren't necessarily planning on recording this one tonight. We were just going to meet and chit chat and stuff. And then we had all, we're like, hey, if we let's watched, just do it. Let's just do it. We all watched it. Let's just do it. And then, um, and that, well, we hadn't all watched it. I thought Amy had watched it. Megan had watched it. I had watched it. Turns out, didn't matter if Megan watched it or not. <laughs> <laughs> She's not here. But uh, so Amy was a trooper and watched it real fast.
0: I, I watched. A different one. Thinking I was preparing yeah. for this one yesterday, so I got She's that one just reading
1: my notes and going, "That doesn't sound like this one at all." No. <laughs> oh, it's fine. We'll do that uh, one another time, so that yeah,
0: it's not. Well, and it's another one vain. from season eight. So yes, it's the next one. Yes, it's, it's, it's also episode eleven to kill in the title. Yes, yeah. What was it? Something influence to kill. to kill.
1: Influence to kill.
0: Yeah. So if you want to watch that one for an upcoming discussion, yeah,
1: that'll be in the next week too yeah two or three weeks actually yep okay so then um along with um i'm just gonna go i'm running back to see if there's anything else that we need to touch on in the earlier stuff so
0: one of the things my mom called out about this and i think you probably noticed it too she's like why are they living in this house it looks like it should be condemned oh there i are- noticed there was a wall that had like no uh, wall th- on th- it th- where they're talking to all of the children, all of the boys in the one room, there are patches where you can just see the wood slats yeah. behind the plaster and everything. Yeah. Like, and I mean, okay, we all know like older houses and that sort of stuff. So that's also where it goes to, okay, we, we've we joked about this before and Amy will tell people like you need to leave or Cindy's like, I'm not sure if you should stay. And we kind of joke, well, it's our dream house and we slink all our money into it. Yeah. But the reality is, is that we also know people can't just up and move. Yeah. And for at the end of this, Amy's like, you should burn this to the ground. Nobody should live on this property. This needs mm-hmm. to go like, you need to get rid of this. You can live here if you followed the instructions, but I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, who can just let go of a property and not sell it for anything like yeah i get that aspect and you can kind of see that maybe there are some hardships going on because there are not even just bare walls it is pieces of the plaster are gone because this house was built by who was it uh
1: Bart, was, the- was this
0: mccullen McCullen mosher. mcclellan i think yeah call it was mccullen mcclellan it, something like that yeah. mosher and his wife in the early 19 teens in the 19 19 the, i have 19 oh, no, is when the ho- homicide happened
1: yeah um i'm looking at that right now i see
0: or was it george mcclellan Beeman?
1: mosher he um he lived near the property so it wasn't him it was it was, yeah, it was George, uh, like, Beeman or whatever his last okay. name was. Okay, and
0: so he, yeah, Beeman, he died in 1899. So this house is over 100 years old, yeah. but it it's in rough shape. Yeah. that And again, we, we hear from Lisa that, like, because sh- Steve asks her right away, like, well, why don't you just leave? And she's like, well, I can't. There's so many memories here. I grew up here. Mm -hmm. But we don't hear if she lived there or was this like her grandparents' house? Mm. And and then he asked if she had experiences then. Sounded like she had some, but they Mm -hmm. were more um, when they, I don't know. It just, again, going back to, I felt like she was not as forthcoming on details because she talks about her ex when they moved in with their three kids. Mm -hmm. We don't know time frame because she also says the kids are mine, his, and ours. Yeah. Though so I think at least one of the kids.
1: I think one of the little boys, or no. Yeah. Actually, if you look at the picture, there was a baby. Okay. In the picture, like ba- not baby, baby, but yeah. like one to two.
0: Yeah. Cause years they did old. talk. Cause I don't think they talked to six kids. I think Mm-mm. they talked to like four boys and mm-hmm. Courtney. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That would make there sense. There are then. six kids total.
1: Yes. Yeah. So I'm guessing that little, um, the little baby is theirs. Yep.
0: So, but she doesn't say how long she's actually physically lived in the house. I thought she said she moved in three years ago. I don't think I wrote it down, but I thought she
1: said she, she said that. There.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear that part, but I heard when she said that about a year and a half in is when her, when her and her ex-husband ex- yeah. separated because his demeanor just changed really quickly. Mm-hmm. But at the mm-hmm. same time, she didn't really give a lot of details about that. So it's like... It sounded like maybe he already had some of these because she oh, she said it escalated. Oh, so maybe he already had some of whatever was going on and stress, anxiety, whatever might be induced, Mm -hmm. just increased it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, don't know exactly. But then because if that was only three years ago, she moved on to Brad pretty quick.
1: Yeah, yeah Uh, because that would be a halfway through between when Mm -hmm. she moved in and now um yeah i i got the impression that she was blaming the paranormal a little bit on his um yeah on his uh personality change and amy did say that i think it's the widow that makes um that makes people feel anxiety and and stress and all of that
0: the um Bonnie and Clyde like couple could too, just oh, because, of, right. because um, of all the party, like, like the one bedroom that's above the kitchen. She said it mm-hmm. was, that's their room. They love mm-hmm. to make noise in there. And Lisa and the reveal was like, yeah, the kids friends don't want to stay over anymore.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, guessing that's one of the boys rooms.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think she was alluding to that. It was, paranormal but she Mm -hmm. didn't really give a lot of details as to what happened that's true true. and so it's like but then you know steve asks brad well did you know it was haunted before you moved in it's like (laughs) well they told stories but i figured they were just stories (laughs) yeah
1: yeah so oh and he was a skeptic when he moved in yes and then when this big black Shadow thing hovered over them in their Mm, bed. mm -hmm. He, that's he said. uh, That's when he no longer be. He became no longer a a suspect. (laughs) Uh, Too much too crime. Skeptic. Skeptic. And he said, "What I can't, what I can't see is mind wrecking." Yeah, that was a weird way to say that, but cool.
0: Yeah, and they. Oh I was going to say they um, talk about the smoke. Smoking, because yes. both of them apparently brought it up to each other mm-hmm. that there was they could smell the cigarette smoke and they were, I'm guessing, accusing each other of yeah. smoking you smoke or, or one of the children of smoking yeah. or something.
1: Yeah. We used to have um, cigarette smoke smell in our old house. Oh, yeah. And when Greg first smelled it, he thought I was smoking in the house and I had <laughs> always promised I'd never smoked in the house. I did still smoke back then, but I smoked okay. outside. And, uh, and he, I kept saying, no, I'm not, It's maybe somebody outside is smoking, Mm -hmm. like walking down and the windows open, but then we would smell it even when the, uh, windows were all closed up and it was fresh. It wasn't just like something old, like an old smoke smell in the wood or anything like that. No, it was a freshly lit cigarette.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I swear to God, Um, it wasn't me. Really wasn't me. Well, it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> it certainly do, wasn't you. Do we know exactly when she brought it? She said the pagan high priestess. And then at the end in the reveal, she said something about a coven high priestess. Yeah,
1: which is probably the same thing, but it just sounded it, it is. But I noticed
0: that the wording was different. The yeah, the wording was different. And it, I yeah, I don't want to lump things together because those are areas I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it caught my eye. That it's like, well, she said pagan high priestess, and now she's saying a coven's high priestess. Yeah,
1: well, a coven is a group of witches, right? And pagans can be witches, but I but don't think don't pagans necessarily are necessarily are. witches, right? Yes,
0: yeah. So who knows? But, this one must have been a witch if if they were. From well, she came in to do a cleansing, is what Lisa had said, but obviously what we hear later on and what we hear from Amy is that it was a banishment and Lisa confirms in the reveal. Yeah. There was a lot of get out of here. This isn't your Mm -hmm. space. Get out where I feel like Amy usually has like, she's like some ghosts or some spirits you do that to in other cases, you have to be kind of like, Hey, this isn't your space. It's time to go. Yeah. So a little bit different tone and different way. And they felt like they were banished to the darkness. So they were partying all night to piss off the living.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Bonnie and Clyde couple.
0: Who do yeah, never they don't want... really find out who they might be.
1: No, they, Steve doesn't find any connection Mm-mm. to something in history. That could be them. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't know who that could have been. Maybe the first husband brought them in with himself or something.
0: Yeah. Well, she said it. Uh, Amy said that she got like 1920s, 1930s, kind of mm-hmm. like that height of, you know, gangster. Prohibition. <laughs> yeah. Prohibition and gangster times. And mm-hmm. which is when Bonnie and Clyde were yeah. around yeah. as well. And this isn't Bonnie and Clyde. She just kept calling them. Yeah. The she Bonnie said they Clyde like couple. Bonnie and
1: Clyde. Like yep. they want to be like them. Mm-hmm. or They admire them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she said they get wasted and bang into the walls. And I'm like, why don't they go through the walls?
0: How does a ghost bang into a wall? Or have you been watching School Spirits? They don't bang into oh, walls. That's right, or bang we through walls. We have to talk about that. Yes, we do. We do that right only now. halfway
1: through the season. Okay, I will I've finished it, and holy fuck! I, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And I was reading reviews on the on the Facebook Streamerino's group, and they were like, "I did not see that end coming. I did not see that end coming." And I'm like, "I will. I'm sure I will. I always know. I always see the end coming. I did not."
0: I can. Say people I feel sketchy about right now. Because the way that they're leading you down a path, Mm -hmm. they're trying to make it so that there's like three main suspects. Well, every episode I think has a suspect. Yes. And then in the next episode, which is kind of like how Broadchurch was to me. I don't know if you ever watched Broadchurch. Yeah, I did. I like Broadchurch. That first season, especially, was always they, you were fully convinced at the end of that episode that that person was the murderer. Yeah. And then you go back and you're like, "There's a there's a breadcrumb, yeah. There's a breadcrumb, yeah, yeah." I
1: love this show. I I might I t- told Greg about it. And I might see if I can get him to watch it because I I'd like to see it again. Now that I I've don't.
0: Seen I don't like one of the ghosts. He kind oh. of. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. He kind so, of he kind of uh feels like he keeps sticking his nose in where it doesn't belong. Oh, okay. Okay. The adults one. Right.
1: Right. So for those of you who aren't watching this show's called school spirits, it's on
0: Netflix, right? Yes. But it's a paramount show. Right. So it it's was on paramount, paramount. Plus. Yep. So it was on paramount plus. Cause I remember seeing it in the summer and being like, I should watch that. And then oh. forgot no, it's on
1: Netflix. Yeah. Yep.
0: And it did get renewed
1: for season two.
0: Yes. But anyway, it's
1: about a, a young girl, high school and aged. And she, um, she's goes missing and she is at, still at the school uh as a ghost, I guess. And she is trying to solve her disappearance.
0: She assumed murder she's, because she's she a ghost. thinks she's been murdered.
1: Yeah. yep. But she and, can't remember anything. Yeah. She doesn't remember anything. She doesn't remember it, who could have done it. So she is trying. I won't spoil the, the cute little gimmick they use in the beginning so that She's not doing this all alone, but mm-hmm. there are other ghosts that have died at the school and they have kind of like a support group and they sit in a circle and talk about things with oh, this. the band kids. Yeah, that would
0: be my hell.
1: Oh, my God. The marching band. They died on a trip. And
0: so they are the just marching in a back circle. into the coming back yeah. into the like school parking lot or something. Yes. It flipped. And
1: yeah. And so they're just playing their instruments in their uniforms in a circle.
0: In the yard and and doing their formation. Yeah. Nightmarish. (laughs) Nightmarish. That's hell. But I, one thing I love about this one, because it's, it's so unique compared to like every other show we see with ghosts is that they can steal things Mm -hmm. that the living have, but it doesn't show like it doesn't show up in the living realm. So they go and get like the donuts out of the teacher's lounge and they're eating donuts or one of them always has a different color sucker. And yes, I noticed that because they can go and get things and it doesn't show up as missing for people. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was that was really creative and unique because we we always see where, well, they're going through walls. They're not going through walls here. They're Mm -hmm. not going through anything. Yeah. And we always see like they they can't grab things. And in this one, it's like, well, yeah, we can and we can manipulate things. It just doesn't show. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was some really. There were some really clever ways to to do that, so that the ghosts are interacting with each other and with the environment, but Mm -hmm. they're not seen by living people.
0: Which there has to be some very funny outtakes from, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like when they're sitting there staring at someone's face. Yeah, can't see them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was probably a really fun show to do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's really and cute. It's funny. It's sweet. The, it's... uh, the football player. That's, uh, Cameron Manheim's son. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. If you, if you go back and watch it, he looks very much like his mom. Oh, I love her. He was also on dancing with the stars a few years ago. So that's, I was like, wait, I recognize him. And so I looked him up and I was like, oh, that's why. Oh,
1: he was a Disney kid. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I liked him. Mm-hmm. And I he's, li- he died in the eighties. Yep. And so he looked like, I think. Yeah. So he looked like
0: every eighties guy I liked in high school. So yeah, he was a yeah football player. Uh, I liked, you know, what we have found of how some of these uh, spirits had passed away. And mm-hmm. just then you think about like, there, I know, when I went to high school, we had a handful of kids that died, not necessarily at the school. I think we had one. and. Uh, I was at a dance, and I think he collapsed. Oh. He had gotten high and had asthma and had really? complications, and yeah. Thanks. But at least that's what I had. I think that's kind of where things had gone on. But yeah, you, but you think about like all the places where people have been s- at school has got to be a nightmare to be trapped in. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't like that.
0: But there are a lot of empty places in this school that, that they can... Going
1: to. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's really cute. It's clever. I I recommend watching it. Like I said, I finished it. I was blown away by the ending. And I want I'm so glad there's going to be a season two. Mm -hmm. And I um really, I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna probably watch it again, even if I have to watch it by myself.
0: Well, I can already figure out that again, glad there's a season two because these kinds of shows wait to the very end to really have some sort of resolution. Yep. And then if they do it well, there's a cliffhanger mm-hmm. that you're like, like Midnight Club. I don't know if you watched yes, that one. I did. I there loved it. There was that. a bit of a cliffhanger. Not was. everything was tied up in a bow. And now we'll never know what happens because Yeah, it's because they canceled nude. it.
1: Yeah. That I loved that yes. show. That made me mad that they didn't do that. Yeah. Hey everyone, we want to welcome our new sponsor, Gobble. As you know, life can get pretty hectic. Between work, errands, and family time, who always has the energy to plan, shop for, and cook delicious meals every night? That's where Gobble comes in. It's a meal kit service that takes the stress and guesswork out of dinner. I used to dread the what's for dinner question every night. Gobble has been a game changer. They deliver fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your door.
0: Exactly. No more last-minute grocery runs or scrambling for inspiration. Plus, the recipes are incredibly diverse. From healthy options to comfort food classics, there's something for everyone.
1: And let's not forget that cooking together can be a fun family activity. Gobble's recipes are simple enough to involve everyone in the kitchen, even the little ones. So if you're looking for a way to make delicious, stress-free meals that the whole family will love, head over to the link in the show notes or on our website to get your first six meals for $36. Gobble. Gobble. Make dinner amazing. We want to give a shout out to our newest affiliate partner, Just Brands. This is the company that makes the CBD and THC gummies that I have been talking about. I have purchased both the Delta 8 and the Delta 10 versions, and they're really nice. They're actually really tasty too, but I wouldn't recommend just eating a ton of them at once. I did buy them to help me sleep. And well, let's just say that one night I took one. And when I went to bed, I felt myself melting into my bed. It was lovely. For a limited time, you can get 20% off these treats when you go to justcbdstore.com or just follow the link in the show notes and then use our promo code ACTIVITY24. This offer is good until March 27th. So get your gummies now. Uh, okay. Just, well, because I guess we have to talk about our, get back our, our to serial show.
0: killer will, widow.
1: Yes. So <laughs> that's one of the, the one that Amy sees this dead woman. She's the one hovering over people. And Amy says she tried to kill someone here. She's evil. She mad. She's mad. She's mad. Amy said she got up on her shoulders and tried and to push her shoulders down. Up. Oh my God. She so, crawls
0: up their backs
1: and pushes down their shoulders. That's what she does. And to she the likes
0: people. to stick her fingers yes. in people's skulls and play with their brain, potentially so causing memory loss, mm-hmm. uh, memory Species. issues. Uh, like kind of basically blackouts and seizures. Yeah. Yeah. And she does this, especially she hates children, especially under the age of 18, which Mm -hmm. by the way, everyone in the house is. Except for Courtney. Yeah. Except for (laughs) Courtney. (laughs) Yeah. And um, we, we are led to believe that this is George Beeman's wife, Mary Brown. Yes. So, and by the way, that's the sketch that was horrible. Horrifying to look at. Very Her scary. Eyes. Very scary. Oh. So, George Biedman married a spinster, Mary of course Brown. He so did. She, she was probably like 25. Yeah. The <laughs> ripe right old age. Of, yeah. But he, I, I'm trying to figure out how did she manipulate him to do this? Cause she, he supposedly potentially died by suicide by walking around gates and walking in front of a train yeah. that was going 40 miles an hour. Yeah in 1899 yep. he left his wife a very large sum of money Yep. so i'm like in my brain i'm like did she like did she make him sick or hallucinate like was he hallucinating maybe was something going on that they never would have checked for and
1: right. um well i mean they do think that she used poison yes. so it's possible she poisoned him but she only gave him enough for his brain to be a little wacky yes yeah or maybe she was on that walk with him
0: and she did and, give him a little yeah, shove that's oh i actually joked about that with my mom <laughs> and uh well mary uh yep yeah, so george train let's see i mentioned earlier they said 1700 feet away from your client's property that's a quarter mile about mm-hmm. um and yeah he apparently went around the gates then as soon as like shortly after that, Mary moved in a bunch of her family, like her mom, dad. And was it a brother, brother or, a cousin and her or something? Uncle. OK, yeah. So she mom, moved dad in dad f- brother, uncle. Yep. She moved in four people and they mm-hmm. all died in nine years. Mm-hmm. And then she died in the house at 73 in 1923, mm-hmm. which then she gave to her brother, Avery mm-hmm. and his family. And then four more people died. And Amy's like, yep, she killed them, too. So yeah. beyond the grave. Yeah. He still had something of it because obviously she hasn't done that since it seems like. No, I don't think so. But well, who knows? Before, right? I mean, there's a good gap there between when Lisa's family had this house and when. yes yeah, and we have no idea exactly when Lisa's family moved into this house right. or any of the history of her family. There's there's nothing. It's a it's a black space. Right. Right. And so then don't really yeah, know. Uh, Amy, what did I have in here about? <clears throat> Uh, living are affected by this woman. She tried to kill someone. She's evil. She's mad. She pushes on the shoulder. She causes extreme distress. Mm-hmm. She wants everyone gone. She's a widow. She hates children. She explores their brains. She's insane. She influences the living to do horrible things. And Amy believes that she killed her family. Yep. And basically says the same thing in the um. In the reveal, oh, I yeah. think at one point, Steve says to Lisa to talk about, oh, you know, think about, tell her about you know, the sicknesses and the way you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And Lisa tells her things and then she's like, and migraines, I like, get migraines. And Amy's like, migraines are something else. And Lisa, Lisa's face is like, what? Like, mm-hmm. they're not caused by, somebody else was causing the like sickness issues. Uh-huh. The migraines, I think, are being tied to the widow.
1: OK, OK,
0: that's that's kind of where I got. Yeah, I didn't I remember her saying migraines and then I felt like I never was addressed
1: again and I didn't really put it together. But, yeah, I yeah, bet you're
0: right. Um, but she said she was most concerned about the widow who is mm-hmm. damned to walk their graves mm-hmm. and she keeps seeing four graves. So it must be the people that she killed before. Allegedly. Yeah. And that she's having to walk. She's cursed to walk amongst their graves for Mm -hmm. her entire afterlife. Mm -hmm. And then I just said, I hate the second sketch. (laughs) Yeah. It
1: was, it was actually a really well done, but, Mm -hmm. but really, really, really creepy.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was, it, it it gave you
1: when you look at it. Yeah. When uh, Amy and Steve, or when, when Steve is talking about Mary and the family, And, um, and Amy says, she thinks that she poisoned her family. And then Steve says when her family started dropping dead, as soon as they moved in and Amy says, no fucking way. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. And I have here, she says, yep, this is Mary. She killed everyone extremely advanced and dangerous. Mm -hmm. And And Steve goes,
1: she killed those last four people after she was dead. And she said, yep.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, and this goes back to when they sat down, and Steve kind of goes through it. He he turns to Amy and is like, "Lisa thinks someone will get killed if they can't get help, you know, because mm-hmm. he's always got to make it somewhat dramatic. So dramatic, yeah. And and I really find this phrase that he uses quite often in the reveal. You know what you're talking about reminded me of it's yeah. Like, you you literally just did this research like within the last couple of days, like yeah. I, I don't know, just. There's something about the way that he it's worded that I'm like okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They do use the same things over and over again. Yes. Um oh the oh before we get too far away from this, yeah. on the on the creepy sketch, um, Amy says, left unchecked, she will kill everybody. And then very creepily, she says, Everybody here is in danger. Everyone is in jeopardy.
0: Yeah. Did you notice that in this reveal and also Matt blew out a candle? Yes. And then in the reveal, they had a bunch of candles all around.
1: Oh, I didn't and notice. The I know appeared. every
0: once in a while they have them, but I, I don't recall seeing Matt going through and like blowing out candles. Yeah. Which I also pointed out, it must have been cold because his nose and his ears were red. Oh, <laughs>
1: Well, it's upstate New York Uh, probably was, you know, let's see, when did this come out? August. So it's probably, yeah, it probably was Chris, uh, you know, uh, late, later in the year,
0: the year before. I always, um, I also always love when Amy opens or when they show Amy opening, it's, she never walks in and says, oh, this is a great place. Yeah. Look what a cute house this is. It's always like. In this one, she said there was a battle was had, and the dead claim this space. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: and the very first thing she says is, "Oh, this is bad."
0: Yes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is not good.
0: Uh, Um, one other, the other sketch that we have in there because we haven't really talked about the Mosher and Earl Austin, the farmer and his farmhand, brutal
1: double homicide, brutal
0: double homicide. I know. I'm sorry, guys. We've been all over the place tonight. That's okay. (laughs) This is what happens. Um, but the, it was in 1918 and Mosher and his wife and 15 year old daughter, Blanche lived in the house they had, or they moved in and yeah, no, it was in 1918. Earl Austin Mm -hmm. was their farmhand. Apparently he and, uh, Mosher got into a or Moser. Can't remember if it was Moser I think or Mosher. It's Mosher. I wrote Mosher. Okay. McClellan Mosher. Mc, yep, McClellan. That they they got into an argument and Earl killed him with an axe. Blanche and her cousin Wilma were good God is Wilma smart. Blanche and I Wilma were it, out somewhere. They can't happen to come back in while well, Earl was still there. And he hit Wilma with the axe, but just stunned her mm-hmm. and then beat Blanche to death. Mm-hmm. Wilma convinced him in her dazed state. I really didn't like my family anyways. You're doing me a favor. We should run away and elope." Mm-hmm. And at first you kind of think like, oh, could they be the Bonnie and Clyde people? Like, is this could this be the tie? in I thought that maybe she but then they get to the train tracks this and with did. She turns him into the conductor.
1: Yeah. And he they gets arrest away. him. He,
0: he gets away, but he's arrested 10 miles down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And just the wherewithal to think about that after you walked in and see your uncle murdered, you see your cousin get murdered and you've yeah. been attacked. Yeah. I mean, that's why. that's why my brain was like, maybe maybe they are the Bonnie and Clyde. I, I was like, oh, she was
1: working with him. And this is just the story she told later. Yeah. You know. And maybe, you know, she, she really was with him. I didn't mm-hmm. put it together that it could be the Bonnie and Clyde couple, though. But they, this was in the 18th, 1818. 18, 18, no, not 1918. The, oh, you're right. You're right. 1918. Yep. Yep. So it could be. Yeah. It could
0: but be. I don't, I don't think so because you then don't think she, so. no, because she turns him in. Yeah. You know, she just told the conductor who he was, but he still got yeah, away, but he, For 10 miles, he didn't it wasn't very long. And then he was convicted of first degree and uh, murder, was sent to prison, but died in 1949 in a mental mental hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And Amy believes that this is the person who is wandering around with a dead girl at his feet saying, I didn't kill her. I didn't kill her. I didn't kill her. I didn't do it. Which that makes you think you know, multiple personality type thing. Like, is there something else that's going on? Something else took over and. Or he killed her, but it was because Wilma
1: told him to. <laughs> Just saying. Could be, could be, could be one. will never know. Well, we'll never know. I'm I'm tempted to look up this in newspapers.com and see if I could find more stories, you should. because when the story comes up later, um, you know, when, when the, Sheriff told Steve the story. Yeah. He said he hit Wilma. Wilma was dazed, but ran off. Then he killed Blanche. Mm -hmm. The later when the story is told, it says he killed Blanche first and then went to get Wilma. Uh, Okay. So I don't, I I didn't catch that. Yeah. The story is not exactly the same in both times.
0: It was told. Interesting. It's fun when we watch these things and we pick up on some of the inconsistencies or the changes
1: well, and Steve also said he never confessed in the re- in the reveal. Steve said he never confessed, but he pled insanity. Yes. And in the story, when the when the um, sheriff is say, telling it, he says he confessed. Yep. So which one is it?
0: Yep. Um, And I put in another comment from my mom, just going back to Lisa and the house of She goes, she's really confusing. Didn't she say she grew up in the house, but all this happened since they moved in. (laughs) I think she grew up in the house, went to school or whatever. I I think it might've been like her grandparents house. It could have been very well. I I don't, I don't get the feeling that she lived there the whole time, Mm -hmm. but has a lot of memories that are associated with it. But Mm -hmm. again, we just, we know nothing, but I wrote down the quote of what Amy said. Did you happen to write that down? Which, Oh. Or when she's like, for for the end, at when she's telling them their advice. Let me scroll to that
1: part. Oh, um, yes. Well, I wrote down part of it. I didn't yeah. write down all of it. The, go ahead. The,
0: the first part of it is: I want to be clear. You need to vacate this house as soon as possible, and have someone waiting for you to remove the attachments. Like, she is like, you need to get the fuck out of this house. Like, what time is it? When can you get out of here? yesterday. And you need to have somebody cut these ties from you from the widow. Yeah. Immediately. You need an exorcism. Basically, everybody needs an exorcism and they need an exorcism of the house for the widow. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, and then you need to come back here. And need to help move everybody else on. Mm -hmm. Because basically you fucked up. The first time when you yeah. tried to have them banished instead of moved on. Right. Um, but I wrote down when she was when she said that you need to get an exorcist or an exorcism, mm-hmm. at least they show Lisa and Brad both kind of like mm-hmm. shaking their heads. Yeah. And then um Steve says, Well, if if they do all that, they can they move back in? And Amy, Amy goes, I'd burn that fucker to the ground. Yep, (laughs) I wouldn't live here. I wouldn't sell it to anybody. There shouldn't even be a house here. It should be gone.
1: Yeah, she said, don't even let anyone else live here. This property is bad.
0: And and then of course we hear, staying isn't an option for us. And I'm in for moving. The memories are there, and you can take them with you. Exactly. That was Brad. Yep. And staying isn't an option. I think that was Lisa that said that. And then (laughs) Brad says, "We'll stay and battle battle together." together." I
1: thought he said stand in battle together. And maybe that's what I wrote down.
0: That might be what he said, but I heard stay and battle together, and I was like, either way, we know what the answer is at the end here. They're saying that they're going to leave, but they're lying. They're looking for a demonologist, and the activity continues. Yeah,
1: yeah. When the screen comes up and it says Lisa and Brad have decided to stay in the house, that's when I yelled, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And I even wrote it in my notes in the yell caps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lisa and Brad have decided to stay in the house. I, so I wonder where they are now or if they're even alive or.
0: Yeah, I didn't look up any anything with that, but it's I like didn't
1: have time. We can do an after show of this if we want. If I have time, I'll look up some stuff. And if I find anything good to mm-hmm. cry me, I'll, we can do another episode with it.
0: Yeah, but, I, it's just I mean, I I get it's money to leave a house. It's, it's yes, it's not like Amy goes in with this lightly to to tell people that you have to pick up and move, but she gave them options Yeah, to help. Even yeah. if they stayed in the house, if they had, maybe they needed to go and live with family in the area for a, a little bit of time. Yeah. get Some of those attachments from the widow. Otherwise she's not going to, she's never going to leave because right. she's had enough ways to ground herself. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was kind of a scary episode. I mean,
1: in ways. Yeah. I will say that first sketch though made me laugh because it looked like there was an episode that we did before. I don't remember any of you were on at the time, if it was just me and Megan, but it looked like a drawing of Fair Faucet that I did when I was like nine years old.
0: It uh, was a girl's any-
1: face and then her, she had like sausage curls. Uh huh. And it was, it was, it was really bad. And we always joke about that one being the worst one. This one looked a lot like it. But then the second sketch was really good.
0: Yeah. And I will say, sometimes I look at the sketches and I look at the pictures that they have and I'm like, Oh, are we, are we trying a little too hard to make these this connection? Well, because and when, yeah, Steve the picture, goes,
1: it looks just like him. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It, it
0: doesn't it
1: look like, nothing like him like at him. all. <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, it looks like him, his chin. The photograph is so dark. He doesn't even have a chin in it. it was a square <laughs> chin
0: on the, the picture.
1: Oh, God. But that was funny.
0: Yeah. There's always some of them that I'm like, I can see where they're coming from with this. But then others, I'm like. Some maybe, of them are spot on. But yes. yeah, maybe this wasn't. Wonderful. I would love if the season, if this gets renewed, is to stop having Steve lead people down. Yes. Yes. And not reacting to the sketch first. Yeah, react. Oh, I don't even after, want to show this to you. Or hand it to them so they open it first. Yeah, I just that's been something that's bothered me from the start when I started watching yep. this. You know, over a decade ago, <laughs> is that oh oh I oh this is going to horrify. Like yeah. this is going to give you nightmares. Like yeah, you don't want to see this because it's got your child in it. Yeah. Okay, now you got people already crying before you show them the picture.
1: Right, right. Well, that's how police interrogate people. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah, I wish they hadn't done it that way.
0: But we'll see.
1: I don't know. We still don't know if they're being renewed. Nope. Um, We probably. I mean, I would think if they were going to be renewed for a season that they they'd have to start filming.
0: They can use, they can use the writer strike and actor strike, which are now over mm-hmm. for a little while longer. Yeah. As a, as a crutch. Right. I don't know. But I mean, even if it got renewed
1: tomorrow, that means that's when they would pick the families. Mm-hmm. That's when they would start investigating. We're talking two years before there's a show which, on, which,
0: which by the way, uh, the episode that I watched by accident instead yeah. of this one. <laughs> They only moved into the house six months previously.
1: Oh, so things must have gone really quickly for them between when they called and when they got in.
0: Yeah. So, or they're lying
1: or someone's lying. <laughs>
0: Is that what you're saying? I, I don't know i i can't wait to go through until you guys watch that one and kind of go through this is the one where i looked i was like i'm gonna i'm not gonna ask amy i'm gonna look for the information myself and i was like well this one doesn't have the title but it said season eight and then i was like oh it's episode 96 and we have like an area where we have some like notes and synopsis of things yeah. and i read the synopsis and i was like Okay, it's about a grandfather wanting to take care of his grandson. Oh, that's Influence to kill. So I watched that one, which was almost the same title as the one yeah. we just covered. Last to kill. And then Amy and I got into massive confusion with uh, <laughs> like I said Mercury's in the microwave. Uh, yep. Ugh, God. <laughs> but it's a, that was a really interesting one. So I can't Good. Can't wait for you guys to watch that one cuz it does involve a a, a little boy. And you could definitely tell that something is bothering him when Steve's interviewing him.
1: Really? Like mm-hmm. at the moment? when uh, mm-hmm.
0: Steve doesn't call it out, but you can watch the kid and he's like.
1: Like the other yeah. one we did recently with a little girl who kept looking over her shoulder at the mm-hmm. thing that was in the closet.
0: Mm-hmm. So Only scary. he's six in this one. So. But that's not next week's episode. No.
1: Do you <laughs> want to tell people what we're doing
0: next week? Yeah. Uh, so everyone, thanks for joining us today. Next week, we will be recapping a different The Dead Files episode. It's one that I chose, and it's called No Vacancy from season six, episode three, which aired April 16th of 2016. And truthfully, I chose this one by looking. I like to find the ones that are like the hotels or the library or the museum or Mm -hmm. some of those things. And I'm so glad I chose this one because there's actually a lot of history. To it's it's at a place called the Holbrook Hotel.
1: Okay.
0: And there's a lot of history in the area. The owner's interesting. Cool. The people who worked there, you're like, yeah, I can understand this. And I feel like it's been on one of our other fun favorite shows.
1: Great. Mm-hmm. Um, do you what's you know what part of the world it is? What California. State? Okay. It
0: is in Grass Valley, California, which was The heart of the gold rush in the 1850s and 60s. And I will just say they call this hotel the heart of the city. If you want to play a drinking game every time they call it the heart of the city (laughs) or so important to the town, drink. Because it's about a half dozen times at least.
1: Wow. All right. Maybe we'll have to call the episode that. Heart (laughs) of the city. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's it's pretty good so i hope you uh get a chance to watch it and listen to us next week yeah all right thanks everybody thanks everyone bye. bye
1: thank you for listening to the activity continues podcast we really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit Please reach out if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the Independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the BooPod network of super cool podcasts. Nailed it.